Hey everybody, welcome back to the Prepper Post News, a short, unscheduled, impromptu show here on, uh, what's this, Wednesday, October 12th, 2022. I'm Perrin Lovett, welcoming you back. We're still here, to some degree, and um, I had to start the recording over. I uh, We still have pollen and other stuff in the air, and my nose I also may have a little residual uh, seven dust up the nose. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and butcher this one with another pointless story. Uh, so yesterday I decided to uh, put out dust dust around the house and the, uh, the, the, the garden shed studio for it to keep the bugs at bay. Because unlike some of you who live in places where you have a winter that produces cold temperatures and ice, uh, I, I live somewhere where basically we have an extended fall and the bugs never really stop. So I got to stop them. And so I was uh, putting out this uh, this poison yesterday. And uh, to get up around the, close to the house, I was using my little hand spreader. And uh, the, the warning label said, you know, do not eat, do not inhale, do not get any eyes. And if you do, go to the emergency room. I'm not fond of doctors, so I decided to take some precautions. Uh, my uh, ancient beat-up uh, hand spreader uh, is jagged, so turning the little wheel frequently cuts my hand, so I was already wearing my uh, heavy mechanics gloves, and I, you know, not having a mask handy. I don't even have my workshop respirators anymore. Um, I wore a mask made of uh, one of my handkerchiefs just tied around my nose and mouth, and over those, over that, I wore goggles. I was protected. But anyway, I was out by the sidewalk and a neighborly lady a uh, ladyish neighbor stopped by and she said uh why why are you wearing the mask and i said i i you know i yeah I, I like to have fun with people so i said well i heard there's a really bad virus going around and until some sort of uh, mrna poison can be concocted to kill everybody i'm doing my part it has nothing to do with this uh you know, this, this brown powder that you, know, you can plainly see here in my gloved hands. Uh, the hoax just never goes away. I'll start with that. This is just loose loose ends, things that I keep meaning to talk about, but I don't, and things that I've been talking about for years that won't go away, like the corona hoax and the, the, the fake vaccines. It's all over the... Uh, it's creeping into the mainstream media now. Uh everybody is starting to admit <clears throat> that this was a uh, horrible mistake um i have seen numbers estimating that the va the fake vaccine poison <clears throat> has killed 20 million people worldwide and caused adverse reactions many of them severe life-altering in about 2 billion people so this is starting to look like one of the greatest war crimes and genocides ever, which, you know, kind of what certain people, like the guy talking right now, have been saying and suspecting from day one. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, the, the Lancet has now officially concluded they were tasked with studying the origins of the SARS-2 coronavirus. And they said it's lab-made. <clears throat> you know, they're not saying who might have made it. It's pretty obvious who made it. Um, where it was made, and why it was made, and how it was made in conjunction with the fake vaccine. But, you know, early on, 
almost three years ago when I first heard about this, you know, we did a couple of little, hey, there's some kind of pandemic, you know, Freedom Prepper cranked back up with just, you know, general health tips, wash your hands, you know, sneeze into your, your shoulder and you know, stuff like that. But I did some looking around at the time, nobody was really familiar with this other than the people who designed it. But independent doctors here, there, and yon were uh, taking a cursory look, and they were explaining their findings as they started looking. And there was a paper, there was one out of China, and there was one out of Japan. They both kind of said the same thing. They said, we, we don't really know what we're looking at here. We've just got it. It's going to take a while to probe this, but something doesn't seem right. It, this is obviously some kind of COVID SARS cold virus that has strange features. It almost, it almost looks like been spliced together with some other stuff like HIV. The spike pr protein structure is just weird. It looks like nothing we've ever seen that occurred in nature. We think it may be man-made. Um, we have the technology. Maybe somebody did it. Well, somebody did it, of course. Mind you, back at the time, the official narrative that most people are still kind of running with is that this uh, came from a bat. A bat flew out of a cave somewhere in China and went to the mall in Wuhan and landed in a soup dish in, uh, in, in the food court of the Wuhan mall and somebody ate it raw. That is a trustworthy source, credible information you can believe if you're, you know, utterly retarded and gullible as hell. Um, you know, and, and more and more and more and more and more information, you know, if you go go on one of the stupid mainstream social media sites, all these people are like, oh my God, how could this have happened? Why was somebody, somebody should have warned us. They're saying now that, hey, you know, Pfizer never, ever even tested to see whether their fake vaccine stopped transmission. And yet they came out, the CDC came out, the government came out, big media came out and told you, you had to get the vax to stop the transmission. Knowing, knowing they hadn't tested it, and in fact, the cursory information they had indicated that it did nothing, which of course it, it did nothing to slow down the transmission. It itself, thanks to vaccine sh shedding, can be to a degree transmitted, but there's nothing to slow or stop the disease that it was designed to slow, and and just it, and people are starting to realize that well, this is uh, this looks criminal. Hello, well, welcome to my world. And all of these people that are uh, starting to dance around the truth, finally, almost three years later, they're still getting the little warning labels, you know. Oh, vaccine. Check with the CDC for trusted information about the vaccine. The CDC that put, that put out tweets saying, you're not a cow. Don't take that cow medicine. Ivermectin don't work. Never mind that the, the whole time the World Health Organization the WHO had, was, was you know, mandating that all hospitals in the world had to carry ivermectin because it's a wonder drug. And now, they, without any announcement, the CDC just slipped up and totally changed their, uh, their protocols for dealing with COVID. They say, you know, take ivermectin. It works. <laughs> you're not a cow. Oh, well, you are now. I guess you're a cow that believes in a bat. And the sad thing is, this is what they do with everything. And all my life, however old you are, unless you're 250 years old, they've lied to you about everything. And yet and still, the majority of people keep falling for it. And by the time the normies start to catch on, the evildoers have moved on to the next great hoax. So it's, uh, 
Hey, anyway, what else was I going to talk about? Um, that was that that was the big one. Uh, oh, there was a meme. Yeah, memes. Just political cartoons made by nobodies out there convey more accurate information than the entirety of the mainstream media. So there's this meme of these two hysterical women, and they're screaming, Why didn't anyone tell us the vaccine was a poison? And then a cat, of all things, was smugly answering them, I did, and you sent me back a picture of a man wearing a tinfoil hat. Um, you know. Hopefully somebody is working on a way to remove this poison from the body or neutralize it. Because as time passes, you know, the, originally it was estimated by people who were familiar with the technology that we were looking at like a three to five year window of really bad consequences. And we're just now starting to get to the opening of that window. Uh, but we were warned, we were warned again and again about that and everything else. Uh, you know, I, I, back to, uh, to Ukraine... I, I, my column this week is about the uh, the narrative blasted to pieces because ever since you know the end of February, the usual suspects have been saying that you know Russia has been defeated, Russia is about to be defeated, Putin is mad, Putin is dying, Putin is dead, Putin has no options, Russia has totally run out of missiles. Uh, Bernard over at MOA listed 25 headlines throughout the year proclaiming that Russia had run out of missiles. And then if you go to the Sludge Report this week, um, the new headlines are screaming, you know, Zelensky screaming for help. You know, Russian missiles raining out of the sky. <laughs> like, well, how, how is that possible? They didn't have any. You know, how is any, how is any of this possible? How, how does Russia build a modern pipeline to make money selling gas and then blow it up? And how does Russia build, you know, build billions of dollars to build a magnificent bridge and then they're, they're going to blow it up. And, but, but again, people, because it comes from official sources, there's a man in a tie on the television telling me stuff. A guy in a suit, a guy in a uniform, a guy in a lab coat is saying things I can't think for myself, so I must believe them. A lot of information has come out about the bridge bombing. Um, <clears throat> they're still pinning it on Yuki Special Forces who obviously had copious assistance on all levels, most likely from MI6. And apparently there's an MI6 infiltration problem that's being attacked now. As the missiles rain down and turn off the utilities in Ukraine, uh, you know, the uh, special services in Russia are rounding up a lot of people. And what they think happened was this very sophisticated bomb was put together... Uh, and probably in Bulgaria, probably either by or under the watchful eye of MI6. And then it was transported uh, through uh, Armenia up to one of the, I guess they picked the border crossing with the least amount of scrutiny. And they handed the, the, the truck off to a patsy, a driver who did not know what he was carrying. He's, you know, your, your job is to deliver this truck to Crimea. So he off he went. Allegedly, the bridge deck itself had been wired underneath with explosives. And allegedly, this is a very modern bridge. You know, the other half is railroad. Railroad is computer controlled for efficiency. Somebody hacked the system. 
uh, and, and all this this planning and operational efficiency is probably beyond what Ukraine is capable of right now. It's possible, but it's if you can introduce a you know an international bad actor like SIS um, from England or the CIA, uh, it makes more sense. But anyway, they they hacked the train system and they sent the there was a, a freight train crossing carrying. Uh, a dozen or so uh, tankers full of petroleum, <clears throat> and they, they sent a false signal, you know, track blocked ahead, stop here, stopped in the right place, adjacent to the pre-planted explosives under the bridge deck on down on the motor bridge. The truck drove over the bomb, the other bomb, carrying a bomb, and both detonated at the same time. This, and, and still, the damage was severe, but uh, fixable. Um, and as we've seen this week, things are starting to change. There was going to be, you know, a ramping up in any case. Uh, that's now in progress. They're talking about maybe converting part of the SMO into a CTO, a general counterterrorism operation. Because when your state actor enemy is reduced to terrorism, it means they're losing and they have no options. But it makes them more dangerous. So as I've said before, all these, you know, these 300,000 reservists that are being mobilized, a lot of them are going to come in and do, as I said, peacekeeping police work to do things like guard the borders and guard infrastructure. And in the meantime, regular forces will continue to uh, take it up several levels against the, uh, the Ukra-Nazis who, who have suffered, I, I've seen numerous estimates now, uh, like two-thirds of their manpower has been neutralized. Uh, the rest is hanging on by a thread, only being able to use the weapons that are sent in from the West, and the West is rapidly running out of weapons to send. It's not the Russians who are out of anything. It's, uh, you know, the Germans just announced they can no longer send anything to Zelensky because they themselves only have enough ammunition for one to two days of combat. And it's much the same in a lot of the other, you know, in the U.S. they're talking about sending uh, NASAMs, uh, which are not bad, but they're not going to stop the kind of missiles that are coming in, and they're not going to stop long-range artillery that's coming in. And when they're captured and blown up, and it's an embarrassment, uh, and, we, and we, we can't really manufacture new units to replace them, it's looking bad. And a lot of that equipment, we found out where a lot of the, uh, the Wonder Weapons were going, a lot of them disappeared before they ever made it to the uh, to the Yukis. Ramzan posted another bragging video, huge military uh, celebration in uh, um, in Chechnya, thousands of soldiers, and they had on display all this Western hardware. They to include the javelins and all this other crap they had, they had captured, not not and not a small quantity either. So that will just proceed as it will. Allegedly, the big ultimatum may come before too long that basically says, look, stop, put an end to this, or we put a final end to you. And they're prepared either way to, to do it, and it's going to be done, one way or the other. Uh, meanwhile, your country, where your politicians were so happy to assist World War III, continues to fall apart. They don't want you to know that. Um, Tulsi Gabbard the other day spoke out again against the system. She left her Democratic Party, 
calling it a an elitist cabal of warmongers, among many other things. And she's totally right about that. And she's very popular, to include with me, uh, for many reasons. I just do I do caution people that she to remember she is a 2015 graduate of the WEF Young Globalist Leaders program. Now she may have totally rebelled against them, and if so, that's good. But you know, keep an eye on things like that. You know, just because somebody from the other side joins you, you welcome them, but you don't necessarily want to put them in charge, at least not right away. But anyway, what else was I going to talk about? Oh, as things heat up, what can we do? What can we, and th- I, I got to talk about the economy. I'll throw this out before I forget about it. I did, I, as always, doing a little reading. I got to recommend another book. This book is available online if you know where to look for it. I'm not going to say where that is. This is a research project for you, the, uh, the book set of the preppers. Uh, we're looking for the 11th edition Encyclopedia Britannica. This is the edition originally published from 1910 through 1911. And we're looking for one book in particular out of this set. If you can find the whole thing, get it because it's, it's a great resource. This, uh, why, why the 11th edition from 1910? Well, because in 1910, the world had become modern. If you took something like, oh, I don't know, applied chemistry, talking about things getting hot, what can we do? Read about things like, I don't know, chemistry, which by 1910 was no longer trial and error. It was not alchemy. It was operating on a, uh, a level of mathematical efficiency and certainty that we use today or that we used 10 or 20 years ago back when we still had some semblance of education. And also in 1910, uh, the world had not not gone completely crazy. And in places like the U.S. and in England, people were free to print real books with real information in them without censoring. A golden, narrow window in time. So anyway, you find this 11th edition Encyclopedia Britannica and uh, pick up specifically the uh, the E, the Echo uh, book. E as in echo, or eggs, or exotic. And you want to go looking under uh, EXPL, fill in the rest of those letters. You want to go to, in, under the E's, in the 11th edition 1910 Encyclopedia Britannica, under the E's, go to page 81. You get six or seven pages of descriptions, and procedures, and exact formulas. And then at the end of this beautiful little work. Where did it go? Crap. Um, there, uh, God, I can't read that. Right, make it bigger. Okay, this is kind of somewhat legible. It's a very large paragraph of bibliography. Further reading about things like, I don't know, like applied chemistry for when things get really, really, really nasty. I can't say anymore. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just recommending that you Read books. How do we fight back? We read books like the 11th edition, 1910, Encyclopedia Britannica, under the E's, uh, starting around page 81. E-X-P-L-O something or another. Anyway, I thought I would pass that along, and now I can't clear out all this stuff. Things are going berserk. Um, Where did the story go? 
this is nothing new. Why isn't this? Okay, this is. So, for, you know, I don't remember what I talked about last time exactly, but recently, sometime, I've talked about the collapse of the world economy, or at least the half of the world economy still be beholden to the, uh, the, uh, the swift dollar U.S. NATO evil side of the economy. The, the other side is doing great. Our side is, as it has been for decades, collapsing. Um, there's a new, and I think last time I talked about this, it was Credit Suisse and Deutsche Bank in trouble. They've been in trouble, at least since 2008. And like all the other big banks, they just, you know, get a little get-by patch and Band-Aid, a uh, little uh, propping up from the central banks at your expense. Not that any of this is ever really going to get paid back. But uh, let's see. So Credit Suisse is looking at an $8 billion shortfall. And what is this? 10-5. Last week, at night, this always happens at night, the New York Federal Reserve just kind of magically transferred $3.1 billion to, uh, to the Swiss National Bank to be delivered to Credit Suisse. Why? Because and, and they, they released a pretty little statement about liquidity swap operations and how it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful. It doesn't mean things are totally collapsing and you've got to prop these things up or they'll fail and take down the economy with them. Uh, you know, what, what do they say? These swap facilities, hang on, these swap facilities are designed to improve liquidity conditions in global money markets and to minimize the risk that strains abroad could spread to U.S. markets by providing foreign central banks with the capacity to deliver U.S. dollars funding to institutions in their jurisdictions. A lot of big words. We cobble together $3 billion that doesn't exist, that we have no true right or authority to create. We just poof, create out of thin air money that doesn't exist, and we send it to our fellow criminals in Switzerland to be delivered to more criminals who are having to hastily sell off assets to meet the shortfall that everybody saw coming. Uh, your, your central bank, that's not yours at all, uh, that operates on behalf of and at the behest and in the, co the cooperation of your government that's not yours, is giving your money that doesn't exist to foreigners. Uh, since 2008, the, uh, the Great Recession, uh, tens of trillions of your dollars that don't exist, but you're on the hook for, kind of, sort of, have been given to foreign banks that do nothing except, you know, accept the money and keep on doing what they're doing to ruin themselves. Very irresponsible. So I'm sure we can look forward to hearing uh, from, uh, from all the, uh, the concerned trolls, you know, when, when, when Brandon mentioned maybe forgiving a small fraction of student loans, these folks went berserk. Nobody, nobody was even talking about taxpayer funding, but hey, well, the taxpayers shouldn't be put on the hook for these people's irresponsible decisions. Uh, when you're up against a $600 trillion shortfall in the global economy altogether, and you know that you're going to be put on the hook for that, uh, none of these people squeak about that at all because the banks are too big to fail. Uh, the good news is none of this money exists. This is all just a... It's smoke and mirrors, a, a pee and shell game. The sad fact is, the, all, of the, all of this stuff, the sad fact is these criminal elites, these Satanists, create this fake money. It's, there's no risk or cost to them. 
They loan it out, and the people they loan it to turn into slaves who have to give back their lives to pay back what doesn't exist, with interest that doesn't exist. There's a reason why usury is categorically forbidden in Christianity and Islam, and was with reservations forbidden to the ancient Hebrews. Uh, anyway, that will that will roll on. Um, I'm sure the economy where you are is just fine. Hang on, let's see what Sludge says. Tell us about the. I, I moved the Sludge report from news over to uh, um, to the. I put it under comics. It comes after. Let's see. We've got Ziggy, Ben Garrison. Arkhaven Comics and the Sludge Report because it's just you know, hilarious fantasy. They've switched up the headlines. Previously, it was Putin dying, Russia defeated. Then it was, oh shit, Russia is just running wild with all these missiles they don't have. Now they've got a giant picture of a little white mouse. And it says, uh, scientists grow human brain cells in rodents. I, you know, just, just and, and yesterday, you know, it's, you know, ye. <laughs> Rappers can't keep their names straight. Ye is at war with the Jews. This affects every... Don't pay attention to the economy or the threat of nuclear warfare or the, the fact that your economy, your, your government is rigged and just disintegrating all around you. Look out for Ratman bringing you a human brain cell that ye will use to fight the Jews off in Weinstein's trial for something, you know, something else. Um, Angela Lansbury dead. Um, you know, somebody doesn't like pigs. Giselle and Tom may be getting divorced. All kind of distractions. Um, they and they have obscured their. They were reporting things like uh, Jamie Dimon from Citibank, a criminal organization, is panicking about the financial future of the U.S. By the time those guys panicked, it's already hit the fan. And uh, they, they, where was it? They note note that. Oh, uh, uh, they keep. Useless, not even funny today. Wholesale prices rise more than expected as inflation stays hot. Wall Street's fear gauge flashes another warning. <laughs> Pay no attention. Pay no attention. That's that's enough for today. I've I think I covered all the bases. Uh, oh, satellite warfare. Um, a lot of the alternative news sites that actually report information have comment sections, and all this year the comment sections have just been overrun with trolls making all kind of mean, nasty, stupid comments. Something odd happened Monday, and all the trolls vanished. It's like they were all operating out of Kiev, Kiev, and when you don't have electricity or internet, suddenly, um, you know, you can't troll on the internet anymore. Russia has allegedly taken out Elon Musk man's uh, Starlink, Star Wars, comm satellites, they did it with relative ease, and, uh, you know, now a country is back in the dark ages. Other countries might follow. So, as I said, the way we fight this, we read books, old books, if you can find them. That is more than enough for today. Parent love it. Deo Vindici.